0: Hi, this is Tony Tolotto and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, horror, fantasy, and comics help us explore our own humanity. My theme is composed by Larry Gardarelli. Here, I look around the internet for news on sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics. This is episode 36 for December 29th. As many of us celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa, it's always nice when they all overlap. It kind of brings a more festive mood, doesn't it? Deadline reports that James Gunn took to Twitter to say, quote, Gal Gadot booted from the DCU? I'm not sure what you mean, end quote. More on the trials and tribulations of DC Studios in a moment. Okay, well, let's continue with the saga that is DC Studios. And Speaking of Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins told her side of the story about the rejection of her Wonder Woman 3 script. Deadline again reports, quote, where there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story, that was me that killed it or walked away, started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult right now. I do not want what has been a beautiful journey with Wonder Woman to land on a negative note. I have loved and been so honored to be the person who got to make these last two Wonder Woman films. She is an incredible character. Living in and around her values makes one a better person every day. I wish her and her legacy an amazing future ahead with or without me, end quote. And not to belittle things, Deadline also reports that Ray Fisher took James Gunn to task on Twitter for his defense of Josh Whedon back in the day. Quote, the way James Gunn uses fake grace on Twitter is really funny. Him going to bat for Josh Whedon, pseudo-apologizing for it, then deleting it immediately before taking his new D.C. job is not. Refusing to apologize for the toxic behavior seems to be a job requirement for Warner Brothers slash DC Studios. Wow, my thoughts. This is a very hard time for DC Studios, trying to get things in a cohesive structure that Marvel excels at. I wish James Gunn and Peter Safran the best. I'm not going to jump to conclusions about who's in and who is out as far as casting until I hear the news. That should be out sometime in early January as to what their slate is going to be. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and then call them out if the product doesn't meet expectations. I am sorry about Wonder Woman 3, but Wonder Woman 2 was not the hit or as good a film as the first one was. As far as Henry Cavill, he is 38 years old, and if he did a trilogy as Superman, he might kind of age himself out of the park having a younger Superman could make sense. I loved Henry's portrayal. And as far as Zack Snyder's vision, it's still there in the trilogy of films that he did and the casting that he brought to these characters. Let's wait and see before we jump to any more conclusions. And, you know, Zack Snyder might return. You never know. Lots of news from Deadline as they report that Avatar The Way of the Water is headed into this past Monday making so far 150.1 million just after 4 days. The king is top gun maverick the top monday grossing film at 33.8 million but that was Memorial Day weekend. Variety also reviewed the latest avatar saying quote there are many words one could use to describe the heightened visual quality of James Cameron's original avatar. Words like incandescent, immersive, bedazzling. But in the 13 years since the movie came out, the word I tend to remember it best is glowing. The primeval forest and floating mountain landscapes of Pandora had an intoxicating fairy tale shimmer. You wanted to live inside them, even as the story that unfolded inside was merely okay. In Avatar, Way of the Water, Cameron's bigger, longer, and even more dismally spectacular sequel. Spoiler alert, the story is still just okay. The technology that Cameron uses to take us back to Pandora has been sharpened in every way. The 3D images have an uncanny tacticility, and if you had to describe them in one word, it might be hyper-clear. The film also has the eerie present tense quality peculiar. To high frame rate shooting. It's a rather soulless feel, as it was in Peter Jackson's Hobbit films. Ooh, I mean, it's kind of a mixed review, but us fans will have the final word. There is more of my episode 36 of Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, with news on the TV series Ghosts, and also some new ghosts coming. Let's get back to Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Tony Tolado. Let's get to those specters. The Paramount Plus series Ghost, based on its British counterpart, had 7 million viewers, according to Deadline, on its holiday special. It also did well on social media, too, with 119 million social impressions. Speaking of ghosts, Tor.com has a story on ghosts or specters of the holidays from Grady Hendrix. He writes, quote, The earliest published proto-Christmas ghost story appeared in Washington Irving's The Sketchbook in 1819. It contained essays praising traditional customs, parodying modern manners, and then a long series of Christmas essays describing vast country feasts that end with ghost stories around the fire. The sketchbook then unveils its highlight. Its own tale told round, quote, the winter evening fire, end quote. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Variety reports that Donald Glover will star as a hypno hustler for Sony's staple of Marvel characters. Too early for any further development, but Miles Murphy, Eddie Murphy's son, is writing the screenplay. Variety also reports that Deadpool 3 will begin shooting in May 2023. Director Sean Levy commented We are writing, rewriting, developing, and prepping Deadpool. Every day now. It's such a blast to laugh every day. It's so delicious to hear and write and come up with these scenes where people are just talking foul and the violence is in your face and hardcore. It's very much a Deadpool movie. End quote. So it will be. Speaking of variety, their Owen Gleiberman and Peter DeBurge picked the worst films of 2022. Of note to us, 3,000 years of longing. Idris Elba as a genie, Firestarter, the first one wasn't that good either, Spiderhead with Christopher Hemsworth, I kind of like that one, and Minions, The Rise of Gru. And that is Sci-Fi Talk Weekly for December 29th, my episode 36. Happy Holidays, this is Tony Tolado.